From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to announce my new book, Energy in Action, The Power of Emotions and Intuition to Cultivate a Life of Peace and Freedom. Inside, you're going to find 13 spiritual laws and 52 high vibrational spiritual practices, all to help you manifest a life of peace, abundance, and true freedom. Head on over to SherryAnnaBoyle.com and grab your copy today. Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. We all have one of those friends, or maybe it's you, somebody that is just looking to meet someone, someone that has been dating for a while, or maybe they're new to the dating scene, and they're just feeling frustrated with the process and maybe even wanting to give up. Well, guess what? Don't give up. Don't give up. And if you're someone out there who is not interested in meeting someone, maybe you're in a long-term relationship like I am or a long-term marriage, and that's not something that interests you. But once again, we all have that friend, that neighbor, that colleague, that sister, that brother, that you just would hope that they would have a chance to find someone that they can love and to be loved. Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today on Just Test Spirit. And I have a very special guest here to assist with that conversation. I'm going to be introducing you to that person in just a moment. If you're new to Just Ask Spirit, well, welcome. This is a show about spirituality and mental health. If you're new to me and my work, I have written 10 books. The most recent book is called Energy in Action, which is all about how feeling, the power of feeling and manifesting, but not everybody knows how to do that. And not everybody knows how to receive either. And I really believe that my book, Energy in Action, that's what it does. It teach you, teaches you how to feel. It teaches you how to manifest. It also teaches you how to receive abundance, love, and so much more. I know it's made a very big difference in my life. I want to remind you as well that this episode and all the other episodes are made possible by the Just Ask Spirit Marketplace. That's a place that you can visit on cherryannaboyle.com. You're going to see some of my books. You're going to see some other authors who have been on the show that I love. You're going to see their books as well as some products and services. Some beautiful artwork is there. I have one of the pieces there. So please take a moment to check out the Just Ask Spirit Marketplace again at cherryannaboyle.com. The other time-sensitive thing that I need to let you folks know about, because we are in the early bird registration of my retreat in the Azores, Portugal. I'm going to be going on retreat 
You can come along with me. We're going to be doing emotional detoxing every single day. We're going to be practicing yoga together. There's going to be lots of amazing activities and food. And at night, we're going to gather. We're going to meditate. We're going to do another emotional cleanse. It's just going to be an incredible time together. It's not till next May, but you know what's happening right now? the early bird registration where you save $500 if you sign up now before November 7th. So go to sherryannaboyle.com and look for retreats there and sign up if you're thinking about it or if you have someone you know that's thinking about them, make sure they take advantage of that discount there. So my guest is here. I can't wait to introduce you. Be right back after the break. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to dreamvision7radio.com. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a special and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of 10 books that can help empower lives. From her new book on manifesting, Energy in Action, Emotional Detox, Emotional Detox Now, the Four Gifts of Anxiety, Mantras Made Easy, to the Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety, there is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking, Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. 
Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Marnie Batista, welcome to Just Ask Spirit. So excited to be here. I'm so happy to have you. I've been looking forward to this conversation. I know that my audience is on the edge of their seat. <laughs> well, maintain good posture. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yes. We're in for a treat, folks. Marnie, everyone, is CEO and founder of the Institute for Living Courageously. She has been a cultivated, research-based, personalized, and holistic system. So she's created that system that inspires ambitious women to shed self-imposed limitations, nurture authenticity, and live life on their own terms. That sounds nice. She's adept at identifying, resolving thought and behavior patterns to support success and a collection of personal and professional spaces. And most of Marnie's clients have been coaching with her for five years plus. So she's probably pretty good if that's the case. Mm -hmm. A testament to the dramatic results of her method. So you have a new book. It's called Your Radical Living Challenge, Seven Questions for a Meaningful Life. That's coming out in January. Oh, that's not coming out till 2025, Marnie. Oh, yeah, we're in the journey. (laughs) (laughs) it's it's okay you're getting a head start so just so everyone knows if you get on her newsletter or you get connected with marnie then you're going to know when that book comes out and your website i know you have a couple but one of them is datingwithdignity.com and just so everyone knows she's got quite the resume here you can look look her up on again on her website but one of the things you you were a uh a guest on the Dr. Phil show. So you gave some advice some, to some folks on that show, right, Marnie? I did. I did. Uh, I, I uh, still talk to that that person that I gave advice to. We're still connected on Facebook. So that's kind of fun. That's so cool. So you, you're doing a lot. I mean, you have this Institute for Living Courageously. I love that you're research-based. It sounds like you've come up with your own system and then you've Sounds like you're going to share some golden nuggets in your book that's coming out. We'll have to have you back on the show, Marnie. Quite frankly, oh, let's sure. just have, let's just have you back on to talk about that book. But today, I really wanted to focus on your experience with dating and helping folks. I was saying to the audience before you came on, you know, whether you're single or you have that friend, which I have those friends, yeah, that, and I have clients that would like to meet someone and they're feeling very frustrated and what ends up happening is they they kind of give up yeah so that's that's what you've been doing for a long time right yeah so for like 14 years to be exact uh i've been helping a really successful woman who feel like they have it all going on in their life except this one area of their life uh, to figure out what's been keeping them stuck and to kind of heal that at the core and then figure out really who they are at their most essential self and create a clear vision of who exactly they're looking for. And often that's not what they thought. Uh, and then help them date with their dignity intact to find uh, to find a partner. And and not only to date, but I think the really the the deep, beautiful piece of this is that when you do this from a place of being your whole self, 
you in the dating process, you're creating a foundation for what will be a healthy relationship for the long term. And so when that's kind of your goal and you do that while you're dating, um, people rule themselves out and that becomes great uh, because you learn what you need to learn sooner rather than later. And also to enjoy the process because you don't know when's your last first date. And yeah. if you've, I don't know how long you've been with your, you're married, right? I don't know how long you've been with your I've partner. I've been married 25 years. We've been married, yeah, you know? And so 25 years uh, later, you're like, you know, you're working on different. But I stuff. still, I still date him. I mean, this, this is the interesting part. I think it also applies to, to marriage in some ways because we still go on dates and I treat it like a date. So if we, we, the other day, Marnie, I mean, we went to get the pizza, you know, the kids had ordered a pizza and I said, I'm going to go with you. And he, we have an old Bronco. So I said, let's take the Bronco out. Let's go pick up the pizza. That way we get like a little convertible ride. And I, I changed my clothes for that. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I, I think sometimes you have to show up. I, I did. I changed my shirt. I put on a, I acted like, okay, it's a ride in the car. Cause I think sometimes us married folks are like, I don't have time to date, but if you have sort of that mindset, I put on my new shirt and got, and he sees me doing that. And I treat it like I'm, that's what I would do if I was going on a date, Marnie, I wouldn't go in my sweats. <laughs> I love that. I, I think that it's really about showing up to have that strong foundation in your relationship however it however it is and so being able to create that connection in whatever way that works for the two of you and also to this is a huge thing uh is to not let circumstances create how you how you exist in your relationship right so it's not like we're too busy or we have three kids or um, or you go get the pizza while I fold the laundry, you know, to make it like a priority, um, I think is a really, really in, in, important piece. Yeah, that's for anyone. I mean, even if you're in a relationship or married, but let's talk about folks again, because I've got friends who are divorced or who never have gotten married and they're a catch. Let me tell you, I'm sure you have them too. And yep. you were that Marnie, right? I mean, this is, yeah. you lived this. Do you want to share a little, share yeah. a little bit about oh, that? I did. It's funny. I was just talking to someone about this. Um, yeah. So I was married for 17 years. I have three kids. Um, I, I ended up getting a divorce from that relationship. I met my ex-husband when I was 19, got married when I was 22. I didn't really pick him. Uh, I just, he asked. So I said, yes, that was sort of what my thinking was at the time. Um, and so I was single for five years. And um, in that place, I really figured out what it is that people who have healthy relationships have that I uh, had not been able to figure out. And that was this really strong sense of self worth. Um, and an open heart. And I think I was just talking, as I said to someone about this, and I think that a lot of us go through challenges, we get divorced, we're in a bad relationship, we break up, whatever it is, and we like fight and claw our way back to like, feeling whole. And there's a lot of people who are then like, want a relationship, but they're terrified of having it. Um, and that was me, right? I, I mastered, um, 
compartmentalizing. I mastered like no one's going to hurt me. I, you know, I could date, I could, you know, I could be unattached. But what I realized, and I actually got called out on it by someone that I was dating who said, wow, you're so emotionally unavailable. Um, And really realizing that if I really want to have a partnership, I can't just stay in my little box of safety. Um, I have to figure out how to be able to continue to keep myself emotionally safe while I date um, and be open hearted and be playful and be fun and be resilient about that. And that was the journey that I went on, uh, which ultimately led me to my husband. And we've been together almost 15 years. of safety. What does that look like? I know you mentioned a little bit about getting out of the box of safety, but I'm imagining it means that you're going to have a guard up. You're going to, you're going to protect yourself. Is that what you mean, Marnie? Yeah. So on our little virtual campus, we call this um, your comfy, cozy condo. Um, And I've had so many uh, of my clients who actually, you know, live in cozy, comfy condos. They've decorated it perfectly, right? They are very comfortable. Um, You know, they have their own routines. They can go to bed when they want. They can walk around in their sweatpants. They can, you know, uh, order Chinese food and work till 1130 at night by the light, you know, the blue light of their computer. Um, They don't have to uh, negotiate. They don't have to compromise. Uh, They can uh, do life the way they want. And that feels very safe. And ultimately, for some people, while they feel safe, they also feel very uh, alone. And so that box of safety, that cozy condo, we have to realize if if it's a place where you do feel like it's not really the fulfilling life that you want to lead, um, that you know your dream guy isn't just going to knock on your door and show up. Um, and more so, and I've said this to people in conversations, um, if I put the most amazing guy, like if I actually had the key to where they all live, because people are like, where do you meet the great guys? As if I had the key, if I let them out and I direct them to your place and they show up when you're in that condo and your walls are up and you're afraid and you're bitter or angry or frustrated um, or trying to protect yourself, you will self-sabotage. And that's really a big headline I want people to grab onto. It's less that there are no good men. Um, it's that if the good one walked in, the odds are you would probably screw it up because you don't know how to open up your heart. And the good guys don't fall for the old way where, you know, they're attracted to women who play hard to get or they have to win right? Like that's fun at the beginning, but that's not a long-term, that's not something they're going to go for long-term. Interesting. And what do you say in terms of, I know what everybody's thinking, who's thinking about the the single life is, well, there's a couple of things, Marnie. One is the online dating thing. Mm -hmm. People just it just has a negative feel to a lot of people. And I know there's been a lot of successes with that. I don't know if anyone in the audience knows one of my neighbors is married, met them online. I've I've met many people who have found their person online, but then there's people that say they go online and they, they just feel like it's all not good. What do you say to that? 
I say what you think about, you bring about. So okay. if you think it sucks, it will for sure suck. Um, <laughs> I think uh, when I do this assessment with clients and I kind of measure their thoughts and beliefs, um, like almost 97% of the women, when I first do this assessment, they have a strong need to be right. And that includes and is actually probably more powerful when you think about your limiting beliefs, the beliefs you have that are limiting your lifestyle. If you're like, I'm right, I'm right, then you will go around collecting evidence that you're right. It's like when you're looking for cars and you want to buy a red car and you see red cars everywhere, right? So what you think about, you ring about. So if you believe that it's going to suck, it's going to suck. Um, you can find... Um, a uh, group of people who will 100% support you with those beliefs. And then you get to be right, but just sitting there watching Project Runway for the rest of your life alone, right? And so one of the things to understand is that you want to be approaching online dating like you do anything else in your life. And the other little thing I think that's kind of funny when you look at it this way is, and maybe you can tell me about the people that you know that have unsuccessfully dated online. They approach it almost like it's not cool to actually like be into it. Like you don't want anyone to think you're like trying hard or you like are really into it or you care about it. It's it's almost like you're doing it and you're kind of a little embarrassed, but you're like, whatever, I'm doing it. And so when you first of all start off like with shame or apathy, um, you're not going to do well at it, right? Um, think about, you know, your career or your health or uh, training for a, you know, a run or a marathon or a climb or a bike ride or whatever it is that you do. You're committed. You're like excited about it. You're energetically engaged. And so those are like two very important foundational mistakes and there's so many more. We can talk about them if you want, but that people make even just approaching the idea of online dating, because it is true that 50% of people meet their partner online. I mean, that's just the way it is. 50%. Interesting. Yes. Did you hear that folks? 50%. Some people don't want to spend the money, Marnie. Some people look at that as a, a way to put a barrier up. They say, ah, do I really want to spend that monthly fee or whatnot and they do sort of like the free versions or something i kind of look at that space as at least with the clients i've i've worked with and i'm, I'm not an expert in this area like you are but i think it's a great training ground <laughs> for practicing skills such as non-judgment mm -hmm. <laughs> right when you look at someone yeah. that initial first impression of really practicing, okay, I'm going to be keep an open mind and I'm not going to jump to any conclusions or judge. And also learning how to date. I don't think we, I didn't learn how to date, Marnie. Did you? I mean, I didn't know how to do that. No, I mean, just, no, no I mean, I, that's what I said. My first husband, I just said yes, because he picked me, right? Like I didn't have, I wasn't looking for his values or his uh, the character, not the characteristics, but the character that uh, of who he was. I just was like, he likes me. He's cute. You know, you're the only one that really is interested. And so um, I think that's the second piece of this is that. So if you what you think about, you bring about and are you energetically engaged and excited to do this thing and committed? 
So once those two things are like, I believe I can have success here and I am going to do this the best that I can. I'm going to take it seriously like I do everything else in my life. Um, And then you have to actually create that, like as if you're creating your marketing, your branding, right? So number one, what's the product, right? It's you. Do you have an actual representation of you that reflects who you really are? Are your photos taken in a certain way? Um, Are they reflecting of who you are now? Um, what's the light in your eyes that's being reflected? Uh, are you even showing your eyes? Or are you just like <laughs> my favorites? I love to go on people's profiles and be like, oh gosh, no. Um, how many people I've had, they want to show that they're active. So they're wearing bike helmets with sunglasses, um, you know, standing in front of a bike and standing in front of a mountain. So they're like, a, you know, a pin size image of this. Or they're on on vacation uh, in Portugal at the beach with like five other women with like floppy sunglasses, hats and sunglasses. Um, Or they have these other photos that are like their headshot for work uh, or their friend took them. So you want to make sure that you actually have really great photos and there are certain requirements and things that that work, right? Like work within the system and the algorithm. So that's number one. And number two, you want to write a profile that is very uniquely suited to online dating. It's not an English paper. It's not a resume. It's not a work memo or email to a colleague. Um, It's not being written about what you don't want. It's not a job description, um, right? And so you want to write it in a way in which the person really can clearly tell what your core values are. And then after that, you want to have a strategy so that you can be efficient. And the mistake that most people make is they just wait for people to message them rather than reaching out and and initiating and, and doing the process in a way which is timely and efficient and really allows people to rule themselves out while you're ruling them in. So you stay open-hearted, you you give them the benefit of the doubt until they rule themselves out. And then that makes it much more enjoyable. And then ultimately you get to choose uh, who you pick rather than just take what you get. And so when you do that in a completely strategic way from a place of your highest, best self, tapping into possibility and really being able to resource your resiliency internally rather than your results, the whole experience can be a blast. That's wonderful. Those are those are some wonderful tips. I love the way you said make sure you put your values in your in your profile that you're writing down what what's important to you. That I think that's so important in itself. You said 50% of people meet dating online. Do you have the other percentages, Marnie? I actually, no, I don't have that offhand. I just always know that quote and I look it up all that time, all the time to make sure it's still the same. Um, But I just was wondering how, what the next bet, you know, what's the other 50% then, you know, out and about in real life through friends, those kinds of things. It's funny. I even have a client who, um, who, who saw their partner ultimately online um, and they matched, but they never really talked or went out. And then they met them in real life. And the reason that they actually had a conversation was like, wait, I've seen you before. And they figured out that they both were on an app. 
Um, and they've been in a relationship for four years now, right? So even though they didn't, they met in real life, they actually, the reason and the, the conversation was like, you look so familiar to me uh, from meeting online. So I, I count that as online also. I love that because you kind of break the ice that way. You get something to talk about. You both kind of have that familiarity already. That's fantastic. So Marnie, what about... What about speed dating? I've heard some people talk about that. Do you, do you yeah. have fans? Great. I, again, I look at speed dating as I, I have a couple of clients that have tried it. I'm like, wonderful. I mean, because some of the clients that I have that have tried it, they would call themselves shy. And what that speed dating did was it forced them to kind of come out of their shell a little bit and learn how to have a conversation. Is that what you see the advantages of that? Yeah, I have a client that met her husband speed dating. uh, And this was uh, many years ago when I used to go to these events with my clients and sort of like coach them in real time. And I remember like she was like, oh, God, there's nobody here. And I was like, "Okay, that's not (laughs) the attitude we're going to have. Uh, anyway, and so, you know, we kind of re reshifted energy and, uh, this guy ended up walking in late and, um, and so he, uh, they had their little conversation and then she was standing waiting for her car. Uh, and he came up and engaged with her again. He was like, oh, I'm definitely going to match with you. And and now they have a bunch of kids. And I thought they've been together probably 10 years. Um, so it, it totally works. Here's the thing. When you go on a date. Um, take the focus off the result. Like, is this person my person or not? And have what I call a self-mastery orientation, meaning like if you're just practicing being you and that's your goal, right? Then there is no failure because you're just practicing, making an attempt at being your most authentic self. So focus on um, a little thing that you can work on. Like for example, in speed dating, um, I've had clients who, have gone on dates and their posture is really masculine, right? So they're leaning on the table. Maybe they're holding, they're even playing with the silverware. They're furring, furrowing their brow. It's as if they're like in a work meeting. And so you could say, okay, I'm going to go on speed dating because I'm going to just practice my body language. It's going to be like 10 times where I get to sit at a table. I'm going to be open. I'm going to not fidget with my hair, with my, with my blouse. I'm going to keep my, my relaxed. I'm going to, I'm going to be playful. Maybe I'll even like lean in and like touch you on your, on your shoulder. And that's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to be comfortable in my body and practice being open and not like I'm at a work meeting. Do that 10 times. How did I do? Right. Like, what did I learn about myself in the process? Um, Whether you meet someone or not, like you mentioned, you're like, cool. I just really learned that I get really nervous and I I realize I don't I fidget Um, or I twirl with my hair or I'm touching the, the, the fork all the time or the knife or whatever it is. And so giving yourself ways in which you can win uh, always and become more of you through the process ensures that you're learning and growing as you date. And if you meet that great guy, then that's an added bonus. So basically what you're saying is they just get through that discomfort and try to try to move through some of that 
sometimes can be a little social anxiety that's showing mm-hmm. up. I mean, let's face it, all of this stuff can remind us of being in high school again or middle school when we're wondering what the other person thinks, how they feel, whether, you know, do they like us? Do I like them? Do I want to hang out with them? That kind of thing. It can bring up so much stuff from our earlier years. But this is an opportunity, what I'm hearing you say is really kind of overcome some stuff and take advantage of having people that are kind of strangers, right? That's no one close to you. You're not really going to perhaps ever see them again, but you could use it again as a a training tool. I want to know, and we're going to be taking a quick break in a moment, Marnie, but one thing I want to know is how do you handle the individual that says, you know, I, I, I can't do the online dating, been there, done that. I, if I'm just, it's just got to happen organically or it's not going to happen at all. But we're going to take a quick break, everyone. And when we get back, Marty's going to answer that question for us. Because I know we all have that friend who's like, no, I'm not. That's not for me. And if you're just joining us on Just Ask Spirit, I'm speaking with Marnie B- Batista, who Ooh. is, right? Did I do that? Well, yeah. yeah so d- datingwithdignity.com. You can find her there and all her great programming. So we'll be right back after the break. Hang in there. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a special and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of 10 books that can help empower lives. From her new book on manifesting, Energy in Action, Emotional Detox, Emotional Detox Now, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, Mantras Made Easy, to the Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety, there is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking, Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at sherriannaboyle.com. 
This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I'm speaking with Marnie Batista, who is here from datingwithdignity.com. We're speaking to the singles in the house, but we're also speaking to all the folks who are friends with those single individuals who are just hoping that, you know, they meet someone. So what if you have that friend who says, no, I'm not doing the, I'm not doing the online thing. It's got to happen organically. Uh, and that, but then you see year after year, they're not meeting anyone. How do you handle that? Well, first of all, you should tell them about my podcast, Life Check Yourself. So that. Oh, <laughs> tell I, that, tell, say I, that and again. I, and I say that jokingly, but seriously, yeah. because here's the thing. There is not, and I've obviously worked with single people. There's nothing worse than a single person being told by their married friend, like, you know, you should do this. You should do that. You need to be less picky. You, right. They, they, it doesn't feel good. Right. So <laughs> that strategy. So, like, so us married people should not give advice is what you're saying. So what should, what should we do, Marnie? Um, Just listen. Yes. Listen and be empathetic um, and also ask, how could I support you in what it is that you're trying to create? Um, because that- you hear that, married folks? How can I support you? So we're not going to tell yeah, them like, they should because, try dating online. No yeah, more. Because they might say, um, you know, do you have any friends you could introduce me to? Or maybe you could take me to your- uh, you know, we could go together to an art gallery and you could just be my wing girl and like encourage me, you know, like go talk to that guy. Right. Um, or help me start conversations or, um, whatever it is. Right. Or just invite me to do something in the holidays. So I don't feel so sad. You oh, know, gosh, um, when I, when I was in college, I was the queen at that. I was so good at doing that, Marnie. I mean, in terms of Going with my friend, I'd be like, hey, you're single, she's single. You guys need to talk. <laughs> yeah. And everybody, like, we love, we love a, a good wing person, not someone because I got fixed up and I used to say, I swear to God, people who are in relationships, they'll be like, you breathe, you breathe, you're both alive. You should meet. No, that is not true. <laughs> uh, I went on a lot, I, I went on a lot of dates where I was like, what was my friend actually thinking? So don't do that. Don't um, do that. Don't don't, don't do be that. desperate. So yeah, wait, first, before you continue, your yes. your podcast is Life Check Yourself. Hear that, everyone. So she's first thing you said was Life Check Yourself podcast. So if you need to help staying on track here, please listen to her podcast. Regardless, it's a great. I was a guest on your podcast. You were. Was, it was great. Yeah. And so you could just say, you know, I was listening. There's this podcast that I listened to, Life Check Yourself, and they did a really good episode uh, around, you know, dating or how to date offline because we have all these topics. Um, check it out. You know, don't be like, you know, you're broken. Here's the solution. You know, bye bye. Um, because I think that it's it's a really challenging place to be when you feel like you know, people think of you as a project, right? And so when you're like, hey, how can I support you? You're amazing. Don't give up. 
Let me help you brainstorm some places to go. You know, I think the other thing that you had said is like, so if you don't want to date online, fine. It's okay. Um, you have to have a diverse dating portfolio. So one thing is I would say, okay, well, would you be willing to date online if you also knew you were intentionally dating uh, offline? Uh, but if you're just absolutely not willing to do, then you have to really think about, okay, cool. So what's my social calendar going to look like? How am I going to intentionally put myself in places where I am going to meet people on a consistent basis? Um, so it is a little bit harder in that way, right? Like, so, um, I had a client the other day who her intention this summer was to, you know, take golf lessons and go golfing. Cause she was like, I think I could meet great guys golfing, um, right. Or joining, um, a group or going to a really upscale, nice restaurant, um, on a weeknight or a weekend night and sit at the bar without your book in your laptop and start chatting to people right? And just chat, talk to people, put yourself out there, um, engaging at the market, right? Like there's so many single people who go to the market, right? Especially after work. And so going to the market and chatting, you know, uh, striking up a conversation. They're going to be there at a certain time. So don't do the mom hour. No, go there after work. Um, you know, the old like, oh my gosh, like, like I feel like I should eat more sweet potatoes. How do you make yours? You know, like you have to put yourself out there. Um, and you, and that's great. See, the, so the make- biggest, the, the thing, okay, if I'm putting myself in someone's shoes, Marnie, yes, that is single. My biggest concern would be, what if I'm, talking to someone that's married i mean i guess you're just talking about sweet potatoes but i'm all well if you're meeting men you obviously want to look for a ring men wear your rings okay let's just tell the men that listen to this podcast wear your ring wear your ring but here's the thing remember it's about putting yourself out there and flirting with life and not being so focused on the result because you can be chatty and friendly and kind to people wherever you go. Um, and you never know who you will meet or who is there, um, or how you will meet that person. Right. Um, and so you want to just be yourself. It's not like, well, I'm only going to talk to people who I know for sure. That's that closed, sort of like, I'm here to get a result. You know, I'm not going to waste my time energy. And that vibe um, is not sexy. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. So that answers the question about, so if what you're saying is if you don't want to do online, that's fine, but you got to have a plan. And you got to have a plan. I have a client. Um, so you're you- not into the... It, when it happens, it happens. That was the whole point of that question. I do know people that sort of have this attitude, like I, it's going to happen naturally, not me doing this online dating. Um, they feel like it's going to sort of, they're going to be pulled into their world and it's just going to magically happen. What do you say well, to that? So what I say to that is in the words of Dr. Phil, how's that working for you? <laughs> Um, I love that. Yeah. Right. Because if yeah. you're if you're going to work, um, you go to the gym, you go to work, you come home, 
Uh, you go to the market. You're like, I just need to get a roasted chicken, right? And you just like go in there. You come home. You watch your TV shows. You maybe read a book for 10 minutes and you pass out and you rinse and repeat. Um, it's going to be really hard to organically meet someone, especially when you um, are tired, uh, when you're not thinking about it. Uh, and that's what I hear because I've, I've obviously talked to so many women over 14 years of doing this. And what they say is, wow, I just realized like 10 years past of where I thought I was just going to meet someone. Um, you know, I'm 59. I never thought I would be here. But if I look back at the choices I've made and the decisions I've made over the 10 years, of course I'm here, right? Because I kept putting work first. I kept putting other people first. I kept putting this first. I didn't believe I was enough. I was waiting to lose weight. I was waiting till my dog died. I was waiting till my parents passed away or till my parents were like, felt settled in their nursing home, whatever it is, right? And then 10 years passed. So instead of like hiding behind the like, oh, I don't know how this happened. It it happened because of the decisions you made day by day and life will happen and life will pass you. So you can either decide to create the life that you want or you can just decide to see by default if it happens. Generally speaking, the odds are that you are going to end up in a very similar version of what you have now if you don't change anything. Now, what about the, the person who is concerned about going to the bar and chatting because they don't want to attract an alcoholic in their life, <laughs> Marty? Uh, I mean, well, they, here's, they're cons- it, here's what's ahead. really great about that question is... Um, that that I, I would never even think of that because that's not on my radar. But if it's on your radar, then of course that's gonna come up for you. But the bottom line is you you what's implied in this, and I don't want to dumb my conversation down to people, but like if someone's drunk, obviously you're not gonna chat with them. If they're not drunk and you chat with them and then you go on a date with them and they order like two bottles of wine, you don't go out with them again right? You are discerning, but not picky. Um, There's plenty of people, and this is like a limiting belief. The people who go to bars are drunks. I'm not saying go to a bar. I'm saying go to like a Four Seasons, like lobby. Um, Like I was telling someone the other day, because they live in a tourist destination. I'm like, you should be going. Oh, she lives in Paris. I'm like, you should be going to the Four Seasons, right? There's, There's successful men there, right? And go... Um, have dinner, um, go have a drink, go have a coffee, uh, go hang out there, you know, like put yourself in a place where there are people that probably have the same values that you have or that you're looking for. And then you're discerning, but you're not picky. Discerning, not picky. And have you found that's really helped people? Well, yeah, because um, most people their pickiness is coming from a place of their fear. I mean, mm-hmm. I help clients come up with what their deal breakers are, right? The things that are non-negotiables. And I love this story about Madeline because now she's happily married. But when we first started working together, her list of what the guy had to have made me laugh. Uh, because one of them was he needs to know how to set a formal a formal uh, table, Like he needs to know like the order of the spoons and the soup spoon. He needs to know how to do that. He has to read 
Um, he cannot read magazines. He cannot read online. It has to be books and they have to. Your audio just stopped, Marnie. I don't know if you pressed a mute button by accident, but we are still here. And just. So continue. Yeah. So, so when, when you have this list of like things that is, are ridiculous, uh, right? Like there's, there's going to be like one in 5 million people that has those things. That's where you're being picky. So you want to distill it down to five core values that are going to be five fights you're never going to have. Right. So usually it's about like, uh, value on family, value on travel or adventure, value on learning and growth, value on, I've had people on, on, um, social issues, values on climate, values on, uh, money, right? Certain, uh, beliefs around money. So you want to pick five. You don't get 50, you get five. Everything else is negotiable and you can certainly have as many things as you want on your wish list. So five core values. Yeah, when I, I have three daughters, Marnie, and, and what I always tell them as their mother, just make sure that they brush their teeth. <laughs> teeth are very important to me. <laughs> I have three daughters too. And, uh, you know, and I always I say them, gotta have good teeth. Like uh, oral hygiene, that says a lot about someone. I'm not saying they need to be perfect or they have to have braces, but high, oral hygiene, <laughs> top of the, if they said, if they would tell you that, they'd be like, my mom always says, make sure the teeth or good oral, oral hygiene. Anyway. That is so, so funny. And I would say, and that can just be implied as like a basic thing. You don't need to put that on your list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a basic thing. I love this. So you, you've taught us so much. Is there anything else, Marnie, in terms of things that I didn't ask you about that you really want people to know that are tuning in? Because this is not a topic that we cover on Just Ask Spirit. I'm really grateful to have you because you really are an expert at this. And again, everyone, it's Marnie and she's at datingwithdignity.com. What would you say to folks? I would say that Spirit wants you to fulfill the mission that you have to partner if that is what you hear in your longing. Um, and that there's no shame for wanting that. You can still be a feminist um, and empowered and independent and want to share your life with someone. And that it's really important if divine is speaking to you through that voice to honor it and to give yourself grace and self-compassion and get help. Because one of the biggest misconceptions is that you're supposed to just know how to do this. And the truth is that most of us weren't modeled um, healthy, intimate relationships. Um, number two is depending how old you are, what you learned from your mother literally could come from like 1954. It's, you know, a different time. So even if she was right, she didn't know. <laughs> and the rules have changed and you get to be empowered and also open hearted. And so really honor the the spirit connect to that part of you that sweet whole lovable enough person and see how you can unlock yourself so that she can show up because i promise you 
that there is a man right now as we speak out there wanting to find an incredible woman or there is a woman out there wanting to find an incredible guy like you and you have to make yourself so you can be found. I love it. Thank you for giving us a little bit of a some tips and some courage today. I think that's what will take away some courage for everyone to either get the support you need, to take in these tips, to know that you're not alone. And I love that you incorporated spirit, that if it, if you feel like you're supposed to meet someone, then go for it. Absolutely go for it. Thank you, Marnie, for coming on Just Ask Spirit. Thank uh, it's you. pleasure, pleasure to have you and everyone else. I'll be right back after the break. So hang in there. I'm coming back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I hope that you enjoyed that as much as I did. What a great show. Great tips. Really kind of uh, refreshing, I think. Don't you? I mean, I think sometimes dating can feel heavy, can feel like a burden, can feel like a chore. <laughs> And Marnie just kind of lifted all of that up a little bit and made it feel fun and free and exciting. And like I said, even if you're married, don't forget to date. Don't forget to spend time together, have fun together. Even if it is just an errand, it's still time together. And when it comes to many of my clients are single that are open to meeting someone, and I'm definitely going to be encouraging them to listen to Marnie's podcast as well. And I have found in terms of being an emotional detox coach and what I do is that there is a lot of reactivity. I would call that reactivity around dating, meaning triggers that come up. And a lot of the reactivity is caused by unprocessed emotions of fear, of rejection, of Feel, uh, feeling hurt, things like that are left unresolved, perhaps from previous relationships or even from our childhood. And I think it's important. My guess is Marnie probably handles a lot of that in her work and building authenticity, but I couldn't agree more that you've got to take time to process what you feel to get strong again, to get that sense of resilience and to really get that sense of self-worth because you don't want to go into dating or even a marriage, if you're not feeling worthy, it's going it's going to show up in the in the exchanges that happen, the attitudes, the way people have a conversation. That worthiness piece is so incredibly important. You know, one time I channeled spirit because I do channel spirit when I work with clients, and we were going through processing emotions, and I asked spirit, you know, what does this client need to know? And you know what spirit told me. Spirit said, asked me to ask the client when they go on their dating thing. And they at, Spirit said, ask them if they're going on when they found when they find themselves down in the dumps. Well, when lo and behold, the client said yes. I said, Are you going on those dating apps when you're kind of bummed out and feeling lonely and insecure? And the client said, Yeah, actually am doing that. And I was like, spirit says, don't do that anymore. <laughs> right? Like that's not the time to start exploring because like Marnie said, you're naturally going to, you're not going to notice anything good. You're going to get frustrated. It's not a way to manage what you feel is the point. And I think we all have our little devices 
and ways that we sort of manage our our moment, these moments of discomfort or sadness, especially when you hear that somebody else has had good news, like maybe somebody else met someone or they're super happy dating and you're like, oh, I'm really happy for you, like sort of. (laughs) Well, when that happens, sometimes we go home and we, you know, we're licking, we feel like we have salt poured in our wounds, even though inside we truly are happy for our friends and family member, but we secretly, we yearn that for ourselves. And I, I, I love what Marnie said today in terms of, you know, don't give up and, and the spirit part of it. If you really feel it, then go for it. If you really feel like you're, you want to be with someone. And I, I know someone who really worked hard at it. And she said, and she had a very long-term marriage, she actually lost her husband, unfortunately. And they were very, had a great marriage and really did treat it like a job, folks, just like Marnie's saying, where she was, she was out, she was looked the part, meaning she she didn't, she looked presentable, she talked to people. I mean, there there is a bit of you got to get yourself out there and you really got to have that intention. And she was very clear, I just don't feel like I'm supposed to live alone. And and I that's just not who I am. So for her even though, yeah, she was married for many years in a great marriage, she felt like it just wasn't her authentic self not to be in relationship with someone. So take it, if that helps you, that that little story. And it was this, in the end, she got remarried and everything worked out. But she was doing exactly what Marnie said is, is the point about all of that. So start fresh, turn a new page, jot down some ideas And like Marnie said, make sure that you get support if you need it. Thank you so much for joining Just Ask Spirit. I hope that you're getting support from this podcast and being a part of our Just Ask Spirit family. Be sure to go to sherriannaboyle.com. Check it out, Just Ask Spirit Marketplace. Also, I've got my cleanse method certification there. If you want to hop on the next round in terms of becoming certified in my cleanse system, which is a system I use for emotional detoxing and the Azores, come to the Azores, (laughs) Portugal, you've got that early bird discount happening now. But until next time, remember your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherriannaBoyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.